0: Hello and welcome to the Hair Just Strong Show. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and this is my guest, Molly, from Virginia. and. Uh if you're just tuning in, then you from our last inter- our previous interview with Molly, we learned that she's an, an apprentice. She's going to school and uh, Paul Mitchell School in Tyson's Corner, and uh, she's a, she's looking forward to graduating soon and apprenticing before going on the floor. And we talked about how important it is to get that type that salon experience. Now we're going to hear about um, goals and aspirations. Um, so Molly, for people who didn't see their last interview, uh, would you just introduce yourself? a little bit, give us some more of the particulars?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, My name is Molly. I attend Paul Mitchell Hair School in Tyson's Corner, and I'm working at Sundown and Rise Up in Vienna as an apprentice.
0: Awesome. Um, All right, school. So why don't you, uh, what are your, uh, do you have like a, like a, like a plan, like a mapped out plan, or do you have some kind of, uh, general goals, aspirations, uh, how do you handle, you know, thinking about the future?
1: Uh, so I'm a big planner. I really like to have an idea of what's going to happen. I know for sure that the next year, um, I'm going to be working as an apprentice. Um, and after that, I would love to find a salon that I can work at where they do really fun hairstyles. I'm really into like colorful stuff, uh, I really like mullets really into mullets. Um, you know, just fun stuff like that.
0: Cool. Awesome. Uh, so, so what, um, so you said you, you want to do your apprenticeship and then you want to find a salon to do, uh, kind of some fun and more alternative hair. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. Would you say that that's like a one year goal, a two year goal?
1: Um, so I guess the apprentice is a one year goal. Um, I'd say that's like a two or three year goal. If I can't find, um, uh, like the right salon right away, then that's cool. I can totally, uh, make that work. But I think eventually within like three years, I want to be able to find a salon that I can, you know, really stay at for a long time.
0: Okay. That's awesome. And, um, when you say the right salon is the, what is that mean to you? Like does that have to do with specifically the aesthetic and clientele or is there more to it than that?
1: Um, I'd like to find a place where uh, I really, really vibe with the co-workers, the boss right now um, at Sundown Rise Up. The boss is amazing. Uh, he's so cool. He's uh, respectful of everyone's schedules, and it's, it's a really great place to work. Um, I feel, feel very at home there. Um, so I guess it's not really about style as much as just like a welcoming, uh, fun environment.
0: Okay. Awesome. And, uh, you're, you don't think you'll stay where you're at, where you're apprenticing.
1: Um, right now it's just, uh, he just has himself and then a couple apprentices. So it's not a, he doesn't take on new stylists. Um, it's really just a place to get, uh, experience then go from there.
0: That's kind of awesome. Actually. And you're not, you don't have that. You're not kind of beholden to somebody who's hanging over the fact that they train you over your head.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I would love to work there. Such a cool salon. Um, to anyone who's watching, uh, you should totally check check Sundown and Rise Up out. So cool. Um, yeah. But yeah. He's I, really just raises apprentices.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I saw. I looked at uh, the Instagram. It does look like a really cool spot. How many? How many chairs are in there?
1: Um, so uh, he just has uh, his own chair, and then the chair that uh, the apprentice works at. We're like. I do blow dries. I do, um, sometimes I like do styles with like flat iron, curling iron. Um, so there are like two chairs, but mostly, uh, like the real stuff happens in like his chair with the cutting, uh, the coloring.
0: Okay. Awesome. Cool. And, um, so let's kind of, let's talk about this. So you really looking just, uh, it sounds like you're looking to find your, get some training and then, uh, And start building a clientele somewhere where you feel like you can kind of make a home out of it. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's. Oh, sorry. You go. No, go ahead.
1: Oh, I've actually started to build a little bit of clientele on my own. Some people from my high school found my uh, hair page and are coming into Paul Mitchell uh, to get their hair done by me. And I'm hoping that uh, they really like it and they'll come see me at the next salon I work at.
0: Yeah. Awesome. That's so cool. Um, what about, uh, longer term goals? Do you have any, uh, have you, have you thought any about anything about that beyond that? I mean, that's a lot to t- think about as just from like what you've told me so far. So if not, then that's cool. But have you, sp- have you given it any thought?
1: Um, so, my partner and I have been talking about moving to like, the New York Jersey City area for a really long time because that's where uh, his family lives and he wants to be close to his family. So I thought that maybe down the line, we would move there. And if we lived in the city, I could do hair in the city, which would be so cool, even though it's so competitive there. That's where like all the real fun hairstyles are. And I thought that would be so cool. And by then, hopefully I have enough training and experience so I could make a career there.
0: That sounds awesome. How much um, how much time is this goal looking at? Um,
1: anywhere from like five to ten years. Okay. In the future.
0: Okay, so nothing super immediate. I mean, five years is pretty pretty soon when you're talking about you know building the clientele and uh, you know training and stuff like that. Uh, what would you where would you uh, work like in the in the city or in like Brooklyn or?
1: Um. <laughs> Probably in the city. Um, The thing I think about a lot, though, is I'd be moving there and have to develop a whole new clientele, you know, because I wouldn't know anyone there. Um, I'd have to probably promote more on my Instagram and find some people there who are looking to get their hair done. And I'd have to leave all my old clients behind because they are still in the DMV area. So it would just be a huge start over. And it's definitely something I think about right there.
0: Do you, uh, you ever think about, you know, would you ever consider, uh, kind of splitting some of your time or maybe spending like a week, a week here every four weeks or five weeks or something like that? And, uh, keeping some of your clients down here.
1: Uh, I never thought about that. That's a good idea. That'd be cool too, because my family lives here. So I could see them every once in a while. That'd be a good way to maintain a lot more clients than just living one place or another.
0: Yeah, and it also will, um, it also keep more, you know, give you more versatility. And if you ever decide you want to, you know, come back, you don't have to like start over all, all, you know, from break. And you could also even, um, go up to New York and, uh, try to find try to figure out where you're going to work, you know, maybe in a year or two, like when you're ready, like when you're working on the floor, you know, start, start introducing yourself to, um, to salon owners and, uh, maybe visit frequently and, uh, you know, maybe every, a few times a year, you know, go up and just say hi and walk into the same salons until, uh, you know, and then you never know that's, that's, that could be a way to like, start picking up, uh, short shifts, you know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, um, How about what do you think about uh when you think about the future of the industry uh is there anything that you see that's changing or um evolving in in any in any way at all
1: uh totally uh fashion and hair is so cyclical like things come back um uh, not everybody is happy that the mullet has come back but i am thrilled um so i guess that was a a thing in the 80s and now it's happening again. So I can't even imagine what's going to happen again in the next 10 years, um, but I'm excited. So maybe it's something that's already happened. Maybe it's something completely new, but uh, the industry changes so much that you kind of got to keep learning, you know? I definitely want to work yeah. at a salon where there's education offered to the stylists because uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years highlighting isn't as important as something completely different. So I just feel like since the industry is changing, you totally got to keep learning no matter what.
0: That's so good. I'm so glad you said that. I had a couple of conversations uh, with some salon owners who were talking about how you learn just how to balayage because balayage is popular and you don't really ever learn how to foil other than some super basic um, level stuff. Then when balayage isn't in style anymore and people want something that you achieve with highlights foils then uh you know it's going to be a learning curve for you to to service your customers that's so good i'm so glad you said that um all right cool well uh to wrap to i like to end uh, my interviews with uh, with a laugh by asking my guests to share their most embarrassing moment in the salon school or with a client or as it pertains to our industry do you have something that comes to mind
1: Uh, Totally. Um, During uh, the first months of at Paul Mitchell, we have what's called core where we learn all the basics. Um, And somehow I melted one of my rat tail combs and I have no idea how that happened, but I was just trying to smooth some hair out. And like, next thing I know, the rat tail comb was completely melted. And like, that's not even that funny. The funny thing that is within the next half hour, somebody said, Molly, can I borrow your rat tail comb? And I was like, Oh no, I melted it. So <laughs> it was just funny that someone asked for it right away. I was like, come on. Couldn't be a worse time.
0: Well, a good thing that's needed and have, it wasn't melting into someone's hair.
1: Exactly. Luckily <laughs> I hadn't touched anybody's hair yet. It was just the mannequin.
0: Nice. Good. Good. That's awesome. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much uh, for taking the time and, um, uh, I wish you the uh, best of luck, and um, if there's ever anything, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Um, also, if there's somebody, uh, a fellow rising stylist who watches this, um, or someone that's thinking about getting into it, uh, are you open to them reaching out to you and asking questions?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, my Instagram is hair dot by dot Molly with a bunch of wise But um, I'll, I'll
0: leave it on the caption.
1: Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, if anybody wants to reach out to Molly, uh, feel free. Um, she's open to give her uh, share her experience and advice. Uh, and it also sounds like she'll be looking for uh, salon to uh, check her on. Um, so feel free to reach out to her through or you can uh, through the Instagram or you can uh, reach out to us by, uh, by DM, or you can email us at listen at hairdresser strong.com. Um, okay, cool. Well, I look forward to checking in with you in in the future and see how it's going down the road. Uh, but until then, um, best of luck. And it sounds like you're heading on the right path. So good for you.
1: Thank you. And thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. All right, cool. Take care.
1: All right. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye-bye.